Welcome back to Not Before Coffee. Hey guys, it's TJ. Hey guys, it's Hayden. What's up guys, it's Hayden. We got a special guest today. His name's Chris Morris. Welcome Chris. Welcome Chris. Thanks gentlemen. So Chris owns an MMA gym. What's the address again? 3625 Harrison Boulevard. 3625 Harrison Boulevard. So go check it out. Check it out for sure. What kind of classes do you guys have there? Oh man, we have everything. We do everything from women's self-defense. Uh, we do jiu-jitsu. Abe, Abe can do that. The minute you said uh, women's MMA no, self-defense. The minute you said I MMA sold. fighting, I was like, nope, too intimidating to go in there. He might actually get a date. Yeah. Huh? There you go. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's the one that needs a date. Oh, shit. <laughs> I have a date tonight. Yeah, he does a date What's tonight. his name? <laughs> Jerry. <laughs> 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 it's a... Uh, no. Yeah, so we teach we teach uh, women's self defense. We teach jiu jitsu, muay thai, boxing, uh, kickboxing. Uh, we do wrestling, judo, traditional martial arts. Uh, we kind of mix the traditional martial arts with an MMA curriculum, but it's a white to black belt curriculum. Sweet, that's awesome. awesome. Yeah. Wait, do you teach them yourself? I do. I teach ninety ninety eight percent of all my classes. Wow. I have one of my fighters that teaches two of my jiu jitsu classes. Um, and then I have another another coach that teaches the wrestling and judo. Damn, that's awesome. That's impressive. Yeah, that's super impressive. Yeah, I couldn't even begin to. Keep I'm this feeling thing. inadequate. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I said I'm I like yeah. MMA. I'm like already intimidating. Oh, I definitely like, yeah. <laughs> that is intimidating for sure. Wait, okay. So, Hayden mentioned that you, uh, like Hayden Uriel, for example. You know, yeah, 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 yeah. So. Should people be intimidated to go into the class? What, what do you feel? Like, Definitely you? not. No, we're a, we're a bunch of fun-loving guys. We're a bunch of big martial arts nerds. Yeah. Um, my guys are, all of my fighters are more happy to help you than hurt you. That's awesome. Yeah, I, I can attest to that. I've been to a couple different gyms, and the atmosphere is definitely different. At Chris's, it's a lot more friendly. It's a little community, really. We've got to get Hayden back in there. He's oh, a... Yeah. Wow. He's a uh, he's one of the few man. He could be he could be a world champion, no joke. Yeah. Hayden yeah. here, really? he's he's natural on the ground. He's a natural ground striker as well as submission artist. Uh, his hands, he's got natural rhythm on the stand up. Hayden's a beast. Don't let him fool you guys. Oh, we know we went to his first. Yeah, yeah they were there at the first. <laughs> okay, yeah, you know. <laughs> it didn't last long. <laughs> it didn't last long because our boy here is a beast. Yeah. Well, that's how we like him. That's how Coach likes him, right? Yeah. The, the fighters get kind of mad. They I get a little because they put in months of work, mm -hmm. and then they get thirty seconds of. Yeah. Well, I was gonna say his so. fight was one of the longest, actually. Yeah, yeah and they were yeah. pretty prepared. We were there, and uh, remember, there was the one girl mm -hmm. who. We were standing with her family. Got, we were standing with her family. She got punched, I think, and she mm -hmm. fell. Yeah. Within. Maybe That'll happen, Abe. That's kind of the. That's the point. No shit. But she got punched. She fell, and then it was over. And we're like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that, you're outside how a fight works. No, no, no. no. <laughs> but it's like he was saying, like you put months and months of yeah. work into no, it, sucks. and yeah. then you get punched, and you, you yeah. know, normally yeah. you think you get your ass back up, and then, but then they stop the fight. Yeah. And we're, we're like, fucked up. Yeah, she was crying. I felt bad. Yeah, yeah. Well, she came and talked to us a little bit too afterwards. Yeah, and she, she did. She felt cheated. Like she, she could have done better. And yeah, yeah, it's almost like she didn't know if she fell. Yeah. So was that her first fight? Huh? Yeah, I that think it's one. So, so if that's your first fight, right? You go and you don't know what to expect. Okay. Like you spar, whatever, right? Sparring's different than fighting. So right. the minute you get hit for real, that's when you know what you're made of. Mm -hmm. So it's very different. I got a, I got 15 guys signed right now as fighters for my gym, right? And I tell them all the time, guys, you can be a beast in here. And I got some that are training their beasts, mm -hmm. right? But you don't know what they're actually going to bring to the cage because adrenaline hits, mm -hmm. right? It's a lot different getting hit for real by someone who actually wants to break you yeah. than someone who just wants to help you learn. Right. So so it's really just more like a reaction? How, right. You don't know if your fight you or flight's really going to kick in until right. the moment of truth. No, I mean, I just got to give anyone props to you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, was, yeah. It was a pretty intense... Yeah. There was a pretty good... The, they were all they were all pretty short, which kind of surprised me. I thought we were going to see like some round one, round two, but yeah. <laughs> then you we watched it. Yeah, I watched too many fight movies, you know. Like so. Yeah, I think I think that's what it so, is. Yeah, Rocky. Yeah. You got Rocky. Yeah, going fifteen <laughs> rounds. Or something. Like, like, how is this guy still going? Like, like, damn. Yeah. <laughs> 
no, bleeding that, all over the that ring. Was, you know? That was pretty intense, though. Actually. Yeah, it was. Yeah, gotta give props to because uh, it was really yeah. entertaining. Yeah, it was really it. entertaining. I will say, um, we not before coffee. We actually sponsored this gym, so go out and support it for sure. Yeah, definitely. Maybe go in and uh, fight a little bit. Yeah. Mention mention not before coffee, and yeah. we'll give you a discount. There you go. Oh, not before coffee. Well, what, what kind of like you said? Huh? You offer all these classes. Which one's the best uh, right. starter? Like all of kind of depends that's on what you want. That's a good question. Yeah, that's a great question. Depends on what you want, really. Some people hate rolling around with sweaty, hairy guys, yeah. right? So jujitsu and wrestling is not for them. Yeah. Um, some people hate, you know, full-on contact. So maybe the the uh, muay thai or kickboxing or boxing is not for them. Right. So then they're going to come more to the traditional class, right? Some people just want to get out there and have a good time. Mm-hmm. So I do a morning kickboxing that's kind of a mix between – you're going to learn real technique, but it's more of a cardio class as well. Right. So you're going to get a good workout. So in each of the uh, martial arts, you know, in each of these different categories, do you have uh, separate classes for beginners, or does everybody get in there together? Everybody's in there together. Okay. And that's what's great because then whenever – like there's one of me, mm-hmm. right? I might have 15, 20 people in a class. Right. So I can't go around, but then I have my, you know, like uh, professional or amateur fighters mm-hmm. walking around helping. Like they'll, if they pair up with you, I don't have to worry about them. They're going to take care of, right. you know, you as a beginner and going to help them along. All right. Yeah. So that works. Yeah. I think that's a, that sounds like a really beneficial way to, to learn yeah. as well. And how badass do you feel if you get to come in and be like, I just trained with a professional fighter? Right. Yeah, that would feel badass. Yeah. For, for yeah. me, the way I've seen the most improvement is by beating up on guys yeah. but also getting beat up on so yeah. you kind of need the combination of definitely right yeah you can get you know the upper hand on this yeah. guy but then you have to go with the tougher guy yeah. it's I a mean, combination of at my gym both. i got to sit in on um on a marine uh fitness exam you know i got to like engage in that with them and kind of learn from them and that made me feel like a badass just kind of you know working out with these these guys yeah. so i feel like yeah to get to come in and uh and, and learn to fight with people who, who are really good at it would be, would make me feel like a pretty badass probably. Yeah. yeah. could say that. All right, Grace, so what kind of people would you recommend? Like, if, say, if I'm looking to to go in there and, and, and take a class, like, just to say self-defense, mm-hmm. what kind of people do you recommend to actually take your class? Everyone. Everyone. Mm-hmm. Everyone. We take ages four and up, man. Four and up? Four and up. That's impressive. Yeah. Oh, you act like a little boy. So, no, hey, you can hey, be with a four-year-old. You can, you can feel like a big dog, you know, <laughs> coming <laughs> on some children. Like, I'm not a fancy fisherman kid. Okay, I'm not a bug. Oh, okay, yeah. I have, I have a question, actually. This 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 might be interesting. I don't know if it's going to totally emasculate me, but um, looking at Abraham and I, who are not fighters, if you looked at me and then looked at Abraham, which which uh, style would you recommend for us? Oh, that's yeah. a good, interesting Okay. Question. Um... I don't have to see you guys move more. Right. Okay. I have pretty good reflexes. <laughs> okay. I'm just going to throw that out there. And a great credit score. And a great credit score. <laughs> no, I do. I'm not slow. Abe's and a natural. He, he's a natural, he too. He picks up everything. He, he might pick it up. Not everything, but, I mean, I, f- I do pick up on some things pretty quickly. It's that Mexican gene, I think. I think. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I was thinking it was that glorious beard. Oh, yeah, that is nice beard. It is glorious. <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, I, I'd say I'm pr- I have pretty good reflexes. Um, I could stand to lose some weight, get a little faster, build some muscle. Yeah. At some point, maybe. But okay, so knowing that about me, just I'm pretty yeah. fast. Let's, mm-hmm. say let's say I'm fast. What, what, what would you recommend? So again, it depends, right? So basically the way you hold yourself, I would say you're probably going to pick up striking better than grappling. What's, right? there, what's grappling? Grappling, jiu-jitsu, wrestling. It, it's uh, fighting yeah. without striking yeah. another opponent, right. really. Yeah. So you do arm locks, mm-hmm. you choke them, choke em. take them down. Yeah. You just don't punch them and kick and stuff. And then the way uh, TJ, TJ, TJ yeah. I'm horrible. I've been hitting the head too many times. No, that's all right. <laughs> so all right. the way TJ holds himself, right? He rounds his shoulders. Uh, he kind of leans forwards more. See, now he's trying to fix his posture. But because <laughs> because the way he moves, the way he stands, right, he's probably going to pick up grappling over striking faster. Okay. That makes sense. Right. I was going to say I I'm wiry. Like I have I have I have speed. I've worked up a good a decent pain threshold over the years. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've had to go under you know do some stuff that's got me pretty used to to pain, but not not like getting hit pain. So I feel like I may take a while to adjust to that. Right. But um, See, I've never been punched in the face before. 
Come down, we can fix it. I think everyone. No, everyone should get punched in the face. I mean, at least once in their life. If you don't include like my brothers, yeah. No, I've never been in a fight before. Oh, it's way different. I think my biggest asset would be speed for sure. I'm wiry. I'm fast, but. See, and you hear his terminology, wiry, right? Yeah. That's a that's a term associated with grappling, yeah. wrestling, okay. typically. And what I was gonna say, they might not have the most athletic ability, but these two, they have like these neural pathways. Yeah. Because it's a more intellectual pursuit than oh, people sure. think, and these guys know how to think, so they can map it out and yeah. they can pick it up quick. So fighting is a game of chess. It it's is. It's all in the brains, right? You can't be an idiot and fight. If you are, you better have a damn good coach. Exactly. That thinks for you. It's so uh, Chris will coach you even if you're an idiot because he's a damn good coach. So. <laughs> True story. I got some that aren't the brightest bulbs in the box, but uh, as long as they can listen well, they land punches. There you go. That's awesome. That's great. That's good to know. So yeah. what what does make a student like? What what do you More look for? Yeah. What kind of qualities makes yeah, a good student? Yeah, is like, there yeah. an ideal student? So so one right would be. It, it depends if I'm looking at a student or if I'm looking at a fighter. Because right. I, I was a terrible student. <laughs> well, every student's different, I think. Yeah. So. yeah, for sure. So number one, as a student, right, obviously you're there to just learn, have fun, whatever, mm -hmm. right? As a fighter, now i got to be more picky, right? Yeah, Everybody right, can yeah. be a student. Everybody's going to progress at different right. levels, mm -hmm. right? And I will, if like if you're going through my curriculums mm -hmm. and you don't pass, mm -hmm. I will fail you. Right. Ask my kids, yeah. right? Almost all of them have failed a strike test or a belt test at least once, right? Mm -hmm. But at the same time, when they're earning, they know that they've earned it. So there's pride instilled in what they've got. Oh, yeah. right. Okay. Sure. Um, as far as a fighter goes, they have to be able to listen. Okay. Mm -hmm. They. I, I had a talk with a fighter the other day. He hasn't been listening. He didn't listen to me his last fight. So he was dominating. Mm -hmm. He got knocked out. Right. Oh, yeah. Um, but he was excited, mm -hmm. right? Excitement takes over. That happens. Um, I've got a fighter right now. I've got five five guys scheduled to fight in August right now. Okay. One of them, I'm pulling out, right? Mm -hmm. He's not showing up to training. Right. He, he's not listening. Mm -hmm. He's, well, I've got this. I understand. But you signed up for a fight. Yeah. You've got to train. If you're not putting in the work, you're not going to fight for mm -hmm. me. You represent well, I was going to say, in the end, they represent. Exactly. Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. You, gotta, you can only yeah, put so, people up there who are going to represent it well. So, exactly. I guess there's, the work. Yeah, there's, a, there's a different accountability level, I guess, yeah. between a fighter and a student. Mm -hmm. So I guess, I guess that's worth mentioning, though. Um, to work out and train at your gym, you don't have to be – your goal doesn't have to be to be a professional fighter. No, not at all. Nope. Yeah. I got yeah. guys that will never take a fight in their yeah. life. So that's good for, for the listeners to know. If anybody's yeah. interested, I mean, maybe they might be intimidated because they think – if I go there, I'm going there yeah. to get into a professional fight, which is not necessarily the case. So does anyone just take the class just in case of bar brawl? <laughs> oh, yeah. We got guys yeah. that just take it just in case. Uh, and it kind of puts things in perspective, you know, because they'll the, – one of the guys was talking to me. He's He doesn't do very well whenever he spars the other guys, you know. Right. But but then he puts it in perspective, mm -hmm. and he goes, man. He came up to me the other day. He's like, he's like, look at this. Like, I was at the bar, yeah. and normally I freak out. And in this situation, I think somebody pushed his brother or something. Mm -hmm. They were drink. Everybody had some drinks, mm -hmm. um, and he's a big, strong dude. Right. But he is not. A, he's not a fighter yet. Mm -hmm. He's a fighter in training, mm -hmm. but he's not a fighter yet. And so, and he knows that because every time he comes in, he's getting punched in the face. Right. He right. works hard, but he get, he just got a lot to build. And so he's like, dude, like this guy, I could have just laid him out, and I know I could have, mm -hmm. like, because whenever I'm in here with you guys. Like, I'm with beasts. Right. Oh, these guys are average Joes. Right. Right? True. So he put it in perspective. I mean, if you're if you're in here grinding with us, out there on the street, you're probably good. You're probably good. Right. That's yeah, my that sense. That's, that's, that's yeah. my biggest thing is I can't believe how many people walk around every day not knowing how to protect themselves. Yeah. It's crazy. I think it's important for everyone to know basic self-defense. Mm -hmm. For sure. I even think we should put it in high schools. Like, they have wrestling. Why not? Do yeah, a jiu-jitsu exactly. program like Makes sense, yeah. it's it's super critical. Well, I do I do think the liability in jiu-jitsu is, is a little higher. Mm -hmm. um, you know, more, you're more likely yeah. to break or dislocate something. True. Maybe a more so. basic martial art could be included in high school. Something. I think there are schools. I mean, I don't think it's really common, but I think there are schools that have martial arts programs. It just depends on like yeah. community where they are. Well, in the next three to five years, just so you know, I may or may not have something in the works to get this taken care of. There you go. That there is, you go. Uh, that's cool. There you go. <laughs> I'm gonna let dodge ball. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Oh, man, that's what I'm saying. Hey, if you can dodge a ball. fist, you can dodge a ball, right? <laughs> <laughs> that's it. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, 
Yeah, so well, think, so knowing all the martial arts that you do, how did you even get into it? Yeah. Um, so I grew up really poor, man. Um, this guy happened to be open in the gym uh, down the road from me, and I was like, well, shit. Like, it was the only thing I was ever good at. Like, I could mm -hmm. watch a movie and just mimic them perfectly, right? And so I was like, this is where my heart is. Mm -hmm. So I went in, talked to him. He hooked me up. Basically, I was cleaning the gym. I was uh, um, eventually, as I got better, like I would run his gym for him when he would go out of town on like trips or whatever. Um, all kind of, at young ages, right? So I kind of just got in there at the age of eight. And since eight, since eight, that's, loved it. That's since. awesome. Yeah, that's that's a lot of commitment. That's, that's a lot. Impressive. Which one did you learn first? Uh, first, it was kind of a mix, mm -hmm. right? So uh, he was actually shunned by his first master because he decided he wanted to dabble in other martial arts. And mm -hmm. the 80s and early 90s, you know, that was still frowned upon a bit, mm -hmm. especially by older generations of martial okay. artists that came over. And his instructor was a first-generation Korean here. Wow. And so uh, whenever he wanted to go do other stuff, he excommunicated him mm -hmm. from his uh, teachings. And then it was really cool later on, like two years down the road, a year or two down the road from whenever he opened his school, mm -hmm. we actually got invited to the tournament and we cleaned house. And then the master, Master Jack Wong, he's dead now. Uh, but uh, he uh, invited my master back. Uh -huh. He was like, hey, come back in. So that was really cool to see. Yeah, yeah mar martial arts used to be real tribal. Like, yeah. boxers stuck with boxers, wrestlers yeah. stuck with wrestlers. Like, it's kind of like it was man. them against the world. In, in different areas, yeah. not just focus yourself on the one It's not thing. to like late 90s, early 2000s uh, MMA. Yeah, kind of really took off. Took off. So you talk about masters. Like, what exactly is a master? True. Um, someone who's just done it for a long ass time, man. Mm -hmm. And uh, so they go by belts, right? Like mine, mine right now. I think his highest belt is like seventh degree, mm -hmm. right? So is the belt in like international thing, or is it just like an American thing? It's international. So it depends on the style, right? Mm -hmm. okay. If you look at like, uh, uh, for instance, Wushu, Wushu, uh, their belt system's an American thing. So in Wushu, you're not given belts. Wushu is like, you know, Jet Li? Mm, yeah. Exact same stuff, Love right? I've got to train with him. I've got to, his, a guy who grew up with him was my master, Master Li in Wushu. Um, their coach, uh, Wu Bin, actually came down and he would coach us. And oh, so in Wushu, there's not actually a belt system. Mm -hmm. It's based on years of experience. And when you compete, you compete under what year of experience you are. And so... And for the U.S., yeah. he started, my master, Master Lee, and started incorporating a belt or sash system, right. right? But I don't care what color your belt is, yeah. right? Um, I have four different black belts, right? Yeah. Who cares? If I go out there and get my ass whooped, what does any of them mean? Right. Exactly. Right? <laughs> so. <laughs> is there a, yeah. I, have a, I have a question. Is there, um, I mean, do you have, is there like a legal system where you have to, be certified or licensed to be a master in martial arts or I mean is there do is there a system where it's like logged not really so there used to be right and right. I think Taekwondo still does something mm -hmm. I'm not entirely sure Taekwondo is um, the Olympic sport they is do it? so they have two different styles of Taekwondo right they have an Olympic style they have more of a traditional style okay. um, most people now I would say probably 99% of Taekwondo practitioners do an Olympic style um, <clears throat> That being said, in the 90s, right, uh, like the mid-90s, I was doing a leadership course. So my, my instructor, he, uh, he would make us do this leadership course. Black Belt Magazine had this thing that came out. They called it Black Belt Club, and they would do a leadership course. And you'd have to watch videos of, like, you know, bullshit gyms. And, like all, and there was some crazy-ass stuff. But the Internet wasn't popular, mm -hmm. you know, so we didn't have YouTube and shit. Right. So, but we were watching some weird videos. And uh, there were, so it would help, right, mm -hmm. to have that, some type of a credit, uh, accredited thing, like right? Yeah. In, um, an institution or something? Yeah, like exactly. Which, I'm also working on a thing, I need to get Hayden in that. Um, I'm working on things where, uh, through my gym, I'll certify my own personal trainers. Okay. Through my gym, fight coaches, instructors, things like that. So whenever they finish the courses, once I get them all written out, they will actually have a certificate that says they are certified to teach my programs. Oh, that, that's very so, cool. Which is my 30 years experience mm -hmm. rolled into curriculums. So, I'm retired now. Okay. <laughs> We're going to bring him as a coach. I need the little brain he cells I have. He said he doesn't like teaching, right? Teaching? 
it's hard. It's, it's hard. It's hard. It's hard. And it's fighters are frustrating, man. It's hard well, to teach fighters. Adults. Yes. Probably gotta be they're stubborn. I would imagine, right? Oh my god. Yeah. And do you're just like, let me fucking do it. Like, yeah. I just yeah. I can't. Do you, um, Chris, do you get students at your gym that really they just want to feel macho and they, they don't really have any commitment when they come in? And, and do you have, do you have, is it common for people to just kind of like flunk out right pretty quickly? Oh, or yeah. There are some guys that come in, they think they're they're ready. They're yeah. tough. They're ready day one. I want, sign me up to fight you, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so like they just want to say that they're They're a fighter. They want the title. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, yeah. The title. they want the title. So They want the girls. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They, sure well, they think happens. the girls come with it. They don't. They don't. <laughs> they don't. <laughs> Especially uh, in a relationship. girls do not come with fighting. Yeah. That's <laughs> <laughs> a misconception. I mean, it is, yeah. man. I mean, we get punched in the face. Crooked nose. We get ugly ears. Crooked noses, man. Wait, you get cauliflower ears? ear. Cauliflower, cauliflower ear. ear, yeah. From what? So you get blood clots in your ear and it starts like. Yeah. I'll show you a picture of it. Yeah. No, I've seen it. I just didn't know you got It's just callus. Playing. I thought it was just from bad piercing. No, it's <laughs> just it's a bunch of bad callus. Hey, so if you see a guy with you know cauliflower so ear in the bar. Watch out. Probably probably don't want to mess with that guy. Yeah, don't <laughs> mess with that guy. He'll probably choke you out. Cauliflower ear. Cauliflower ear equals tough. Yeah. Yes, it does. So. I didn't know that. But yeah, I we get it all the time. In fact, the one guy I'm getting ready to pull, so he came in probably few months ago he hit me up actually uh steel fist owners hit me up and they were like hey this guy's moving into town we sent him to gym i was like hey thanks i appreciate it man um i reached out to the guy he was kind of like oh i don't really have things set up yet mm -hmm. uh, cool he hit me up this year comes in he's already had three fights in three fights he has less than three minutes of ring time uh -huh. cage time right yeah. all else <laughs> right oh. so <laughs> hey what does um, that mean lost. so he lost, lost yeah and yeah. he had three, three fights. He's lost three, three times, and he's only lasted three minutes. Total. For all three, under under than three yeah. minutes. Yeah. Under three minutes. Yeah. yeah, not very good. Okay, <laughs> that's not good. That's what we're um, So I hit him up. We had a on this Muay Thai card coming up. We had a, a weight class that was one seventy. I asked him if he wanted to take it. He's like, Yeah, yeah, I do. I'm like, well, check with your boss. Check with your work. Right. And he's the guy that's been that I'm cutting right now. Mm -hmm. um, and, and I might even just kick him off my team. I gotta, you know, I gotta think about things. I gotta sit right, down yeah. and talk to him. But um, I don't think fighting's really in his future, right? I mean, he wants everybody wants to be a fighter till they get hit, right? But if you're gonna if you're gonna cower down, right, then you're probably not gonna be a fighter, mm -hmm. right? We can break some of that, but if you don't want to, then it's not gonna happen. It's not in your future. Yeah. So there is some guys that fight for a living and stuff they don't actually like to fight yeah. but they have other attributes that compensate for yeah. that mm -hmm. so you need to want to have a fight you need to have that fight in you if that makes sense yeah i mean it, it's, it sounds kind of dramatic kind of cinematic but have you ever met have you ever met a fighter that that absolutely hated it but felt like he had nothing else is that is that something that really i've not yet <clears throat> i've not yet that's me uh, okay. <laughs> Hayden needs to fight. I have a, for him. I do have a hate love relationship with him. Yeah, he's Hayden, man. He needs he needs to fight. He, uh, but it's not because he's got nothing else. It's no. just because he's damn good at it naturally. <laughs> <and> he, <laughs> but that's you run into that, right? Like guys who are the most uh, natural and things just come to them, like typically will not do it. Yeah. Right. And the reason being, even though a lot of them don't realize it. Because it comes natural, mm -hmm. it almost becomes boring to them. Right. Exactly. Right? Um, and it's not even that they don't enjoy it. It's just it becomes boring. It's not a challenge. Mm -hmm. So, And as, as humans, right, we need to be challenged constantly mm -hmm. or else we just start falling wayside. That was my biggest thing is um, the balance between being a motivated fighter and a disciplined fighter. Yeah. I stopped being motivated after day one. You know, day two, three. After that, it was just me relying on my discipline, you know. It's right. like, I know I got to run five miles. I know. Like, I have to be disciplined. Yeah. But I wasn't motivated to be a fighter. I just had to rely on my discipline. Right. You know? And I think that's what that some people pe some people don't understand that. They think it's strictly motivation. Like, I'm motivated to take this fight. I think that's just with anything. That's right? why I get out up in the morning and stuff. But you got to be able to distinguish what you're doing it for. Yeah, I think you can succeed at things without being motivated if you have discipline and commitment. Like exactly. If you commit to something and you're going to follow it through whether you're motivated or not, then, I mean, I, I, I mean, motivation is great, but I don't think it's the end-all, be-all of doing something. You know? No. you got to have one or the other for sure. But if you don't have a why, kind of like what Hayden was saying, yeah, right. if you don't have a why, why are you fighting? Why right. are you doing exactly. this? 
right? Then it's hard to be disciplined. Yeah, it's hard to show up and get punched in the face. You know you got to get punched, yeah. right? You know you, like last night we did body conditioning, right? Mm -hmm. Leg kicks suck. I had one of my new guys, right, that mm -hmm. first time he ever got kicked in the legs. I was like, dude, if you want to cry, cry. It's the worst We're thing not going to judge you. <laughs> yeah. Like, do your thing, but get through this. Yeah. You know? Wait, so you just kick yourself in the leg? You no, kick, you get uh, kicked kick in the leg. You get leg. kicked. Yeah. Yeah. So you, you basically... So you don't fall like the first in a fight when you well so yeah you, you get you get used to it it's kick. body conditioning you kind of damage the nerves so they become numb yeah I was that, say, like so. same thing with your shins right yeah I would like to say they stop hurting but they never stop hurting. Th yeah, that's, yeah I was gonna yeah. say you just no, get more adept yeah. but you bi you build mental fortitude you get yeah. mentally strong You're like I felt this pain I felt this pain I can overcome yeah you overcome it so so if um I know. There are, I feel like there are a lot of parallels, and people have talked, you know, talked about this a lot. I feel like there are a lot of parallels between professional fighting and like real life. You know how taking a beating, uh, you can do that metaphorically too in your in your life. Mm -hmm. So, uh, Chris, do you do you think that being a professional fighter, or at least training in martial arts, do you, uh, do you think that that adds a lot of life skills to someone to to absolutely yeah. like. Unbelievably so. For mm -hmm. instance, right? Mm -hmm. um, I've got four brothers and sisters. There's five of us. Right. Okay. I'm the only one who trained martial arts. Okay. Okay. Now, that being said, I'm the only one, and I was probably the least likely to succeed. Okay. Right? Not only that, but everybody told me I'd be dead before I was 18. Wow. Okay. I'm the only one to graduate high school. I'm the only one to even look at going to college. Mm -hmm. I'm the only one not to go to prison. Wow. Right, and I can give that back all to martial arts and fighting, hands down. And my first instructor, one of the things that I always hold and I always tell people, right, mm -hmm. um, is everything's what you make it, right? No matter what what situation you're in, what are you going to take from it, right? Yeah. Like every situation is what you make it. You can't control what other people do about you or to you or whatever, right? You can only mm -hmm. deal with how you handle it. That's it. And so that's what martial arts brings, right? Right. You know that, I, I know that if I train for a fight, okay, how I perform in that cage or in that ring mm -hmm. all depends on me, yeah. what I put into it, okay? If I break mentally and he just beats the shit out of me, I know that it's because I didn't prepare mentally, mm -hmm. right? I can't blame anybody else, yeah. right? Yeah, I can yell at you as your coach, right? And I can... I can cuss at you, I can make you do whatever, but if you're not preparing, right, the, the best thing I can do mm. is 150% completely fatigue you every fucking day, right? Mm. And then make you train extra, right. right? Break you down mentally where you think you have nothing less, left to give, mm. and then I teach you you still got something to give, right? Yeah. And that's just like life, yeah. right? especially this whole COVID thing, mm -hmm. right? We've all been down. Mm. I've been homeless in my life. Yeah. Right? I can give up. Right? Mm -hmm. There was a couple of nights I was sleeping at my gym through the COVID thing. Mm -hmm. Right? Lost my place to live. But now I got a new place to live. Mm -hmm. And I'm going back hard. So you don't let it you don't let it knock you down. Exactly. And keep you down. Because he's used to getting back up. And yeah. Down. And that's... I, I've noticed some parallels, too. Like, obviously, you learn character yeah. and mental toughness mm -hmm. and discipline and stuff like that. Profound. Uh, it's pretty profound. My... What I've noticed is it kind of develops these like neurological pathways in your brain, mm -hmm. because what it, what fighting is is problem solving, yeah. like instantaneous problem solving. He does this, I got to do that. He's getting me with this move, I I got to do something to get out of it. So yeah. you can adapt that to every day. So it's like now I'm just you practicing how to solve problems constantly helps you navigate through anything in life. Really, well, I think that adaptability from being a professional fighter. That's going to translate really well into into your everyday life. Like you can adapt to any situation. Exactly. If something goes bad in your life, you know yeah. how to adapt from being a fighter. So you're going to be able to roll with those those punches, and, and and you know that that no no single punch is the end of end of the world. You know, like yeah. you can you can roll that punch and exactly. and get back to it. So I think Keep I definitely fighting. can see how that would yeah. uh, make you stronger emotionally and, and more prepared for these. Uh, life lessons that can be thrown at you. Chris, do you ever feel that being always, always being so mentally, I guess, strong kind of desensitizes you at all? So um, being that's able a good to, question. To kind of be sympathetic with people because you're, 
like for for example like when you were saying that I'm like okay this guy's just like fucking get over it baby. yeah you have a hard time but being I know that's empathetic not what you're thinking yeah. yeah do you have a hard time being empathetic yeah I think I think to some degree however I did go to a therapist and he checked me off he said I was very empathetic and sympathetic <laughs> yeah, <that's laughs> awesome. yeah. professionally certified my girl yeah. my girlfriend at the time didn't think so. Oh, okay. I got a certificate. Do they ever? <laughs> so, uh, but yes, I think I. Th- I don't know if it's from fighting per se, mm-hmm. right? But I would say I'm callous quite from life, right? I'm I'm pretty effed up, man. Yeah. Right. I'm not even gonna pretend. Um, We've all said that. I've said that a couple of times. We're all fucked up. Too. I'm like, well, yeah. We're all up. Abe yeah. a little more than the usual. Got something about them. Yeah. Well. <laughs> I'm pretty, Abe, I'm Abe dirty so, bad, but no, I'm um, <laughs> But yeah, definitely. I think so. With my fighters, right? Uh, for instance, one of my guys, his last fight, he got beat due to leg kicks. He was jacking the guy up, man. He was beating the shit out of that guy, mm-hmm. right? But he got tunnel vision, okay? Because every time he hit the guy in the head, his head was snapping back. And the history of this guy's fight career, he's only had three fights, okay? His first fight, he went in without any proper coaching. Um, I won't say who he trained with or anything, but he, had, he didn't have proper coaching. Uh, he went in and got knocked out first round, okay? Um, not a good doesn't set a good mental tone for a fighter, mm-hmm. right? If you get knocked out first round, that's not good, right? It can break you as a fighter. But he nutted up. He got back in there. He came under me. Um, he was doing well his second fight. Uh, he beat himself mentally, mm-hmm. okay? And I watched it happen. So he did himself. He beat himself, mm-hmm. right? And that's a hard thing for a fighter to overcome. Um, his third fight, he was dominating but the guy was throwing some mean-ass leg kicks, okay? Wasn't well, that what you wanted? <clears throat> well, definitely. But my guy got tunnel vision, right? Because he kept seeing his head snap back, the, the opponents. And so he's like, I'm beating the shit out of this guy. And he was. He was winning on points, damage, everything. But he kept taking leg kicks. He stopped seeing the lower half of this guy's body because the guy wasn't landing anything else, just leg kicks. And I yell at him, check that shit, mm-hmm. right? He checked one kick. And went back to punching him in the head, right? Yeah. It was great. Uh, we went to dinner with the guy afterwards, actually. Mm-hmm. And the, his opponent was like, dude, I didn't want to come out that second round. Like, you messed me up. Yeah. But my guy hits the corner, and he comes in, and he goes, Chris, I can't stand up. I'm thinking, okay, he's just he's just beating himself mentally again. I'm like, you're good. You're good, bro. I know you took a lot of leg kicks. Check that shit. Stop taking them. Otherwise, you're going to fall. And he goes, he goes, no, Chris, like, I, I can't stand up. I go, no, bro, you're fine. Get the fuck up. He's like, I can't. I go, stand the fuck up now. He stood up, right? Mm-hmm. Sat back down. And then the, the uh, they're like, seconds out. I was like, fuck. And he looks at me and goes, Chris, I can't walk. I was like, fuck. I'm like, you want to throw this, man? Are you done? Like, are mm-hmm. you telling me you're done? He's like, and he, he refused to say I'm done, mm-hmm. right? All he would tell me was, I can't. I can't walk. He still had that pride. He wanted you to quit. Yeah, he had that fighter's pride, right? He didn't want to quit. Yeah. So I turned around and waved the fight off. Mm -hmm. Um, And it was a good thing because his knee was pretty messed up. (laughs) So were you you upset? Not at all. So we're we're always upset, right, Mm -hmm. whenever our guys don't win, okay? Because any any coach, right, if they're a real coach, every fighter that steps in there, that's my kid, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Um, I get more nervous now than I did whenever I stopped fighting. Right, like I get so nervous when my guys go in, like my heart starts thumping like mm-hmm. insane. Right, I start getting, I probably get more adrenaline than I get doing anything else. Right, right, but I want to be in there fighting for them, mm-hmm. right? Because that's my kid. Yeah, right. I, I'm bringing this guy up, mm-hmm. so that's it's rough. It's rough. I was gonna say because I'm like, you're like, I know you can do it. Yeah. And like you're not pushing yourself. Yeah. That was a good observation then, though. You know. Yeah, it was good, you yeah. saying it, you're like, like you said, get the fuck up. Yeah. Like, yeah. Get up. But yeah. you're like, he physically couldn't. He physically yeah. could. So I'm like, I don't know if I would be angry too. <laughs> yeah. I would be angry, but I don't know. It's just kind of. I guess hard we're. To see it. You get upset the game. The game plan didn't work. You're not yeah, upset yeah, yeah, at the right. individual yeah. himself. Like, not that he didn't want want to follow. Yeah, right. he just could. Right. Yeah. So, so no, definitely, I definitely wasn't mad. Um, because the only thing I had to talk to him after was, hey man, we had this game plan. You got tunnel vision when you saw on his head, his head snapping back, mm-hmm. and you completely negated our whole plan. Mm-hmm. So the fight went to the other guy. Yeah. Yes. The guy, yeah. 
The fight I guess in the end, the guy did what he was. He, he, the other guy yeah. was smart. Yeah. 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 Right. Yeah, yeah, he was patient and he knew. I mean, yeah, he was. Leg kicks were gonna add. Sure, he obviously caught on that this was a weak spot that he could exploit. Yeah. yeah. Well, him and his coach. I know his coach. His, mm-hmm. his coach is a friend of mine. Um, and so we never went to dinner after. You know, we took him out to eat and everything. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was like, "Man, we've been drilling that this whole past like few months." I'm like, oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Right? And it, they were good. Those were some mean leg kicks. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's good. that's the worst. Yeah. yeah. Leg kicks are the worst. Yeah. yeah. So I was I, gonna say I. I can get punched in the face. Yeah. I can get hit to the body, but the leg kicks are the force. Yeah. I have to wonder, um, so this is a question that I've been thinking about. Um, Obviously, and we've kind of touched on this just as we've talked about other aspects, but obviously, and you know this, when you choose to be a professional fighter, but safety is a concern. Oh, yeah. And so I I have a question. You as a coach, Chris, have you you ever come to a point where you have to tell your fighter, I can't let you fight anymore, like ever again? Have you ever had to do that? I've not had to yet. I've had to have talks with about you know the fighters like do you even want to still fight man mm-hmm. because your ethics not showing me that like yeah. nothing is you know um, but I've not I've never had to tell a fighter hey it's time to hang it up right right they usually quit before that okay. so, so but but do you think it's unheard of or is it something that happens where a coach oh has no to it, step it in? definitely happens but ultimately right it's up to the fighter yeah for sure um, but it does happen in fact if you look at most uh, professional fighters right they usually wind up fighting longer than they should yeah and even if they've got a phenomenal record mm-hmm. they wind up tarnishing that yeah. and it's it's always sad to see right and would you say that would you say that a good coach would be willing to tell a f- their fighter that it's it's time to hang it up if they oh, need yeah. to oh yeah or to tell a fighter you know hey like maybe fighting's not for you right but but you're good yeah. let's get you into coaching let's get you into doing this right mm-hmm. because there's there's other aspects that keep them in the game mm-hmm. without continually get to get damaged. Yeah, and that and that goes along I think with the bond that you were just talking about, you know, right. your kids. Obviously training all the time with these with these these guys, you're gonna form a bond. So right. so I would imagine that yeah, you worry about them too. You don't want right. them to get hurt. And if exactly. it's not for them then you want to tell them that. So I think yeah. yeah. I think it, it builds a lot of camaraderie, it sounds like to me, being fighters. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, it's a family. Yeah. It's a tight niche community for sure. That's awesome. When you punch each other in the face, it doesn't <laughs> release chemicals. You just like bond. I don't know if that would make me mad. But like, yeah. Well, okay. Yeah. That that raises another question. More on a, I think, more on a, a little bit lighter, lighter spectrum. Of this question is, but uh, is is like shit talking a big thing in 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 being a professional fighter? Like, do you guys playfully shit on each other? Just like. Is that not really a thing, though, or do you guys... So it kind of depends on the gym, kind of depends on the group, right? Like, we we harass each other all the time, Yeah. right? But it's in a fun-loving way. That's what I mean, yeah. Um, I, got a, I got a young guy right now mm-hmm. that thinks he is king, right? Right. He thinks, <laughs> he thinks he was born and bred to fight. Mm-hmm. And so I always got to talk to him, and I'm like... And, and part of it is I'm trying to humble him, right? Because if a fighter's not humble to some degree... They're not going to grow as a fighter. Yeah. So, so with him, like he thinks, right? He mm-hmm. thinks, oh, like I'm the shit. I'm, like, I'm going to go in. He, he was thinking, like, so this is his first fight coming up in August. Mm-hmm. He's like, I'm going out. I'm knocking this guy out first round, first round. I'm like, dude, like, you know this guy's training too, right? It's not like the street, <laughs> right? It's not, you know he's going to punch back, right? Yeah. <laughs> he's planning yeah. for this as well. And so I'm, I'm trying turn to. His face for you. He's coming in the gym with a ton of bad habits. Mm-hmm. And he refuses to take my advice, right? Mm-hmm. So now I'm torn between, like, as as his coach, hands down, I want him to win. Mm-hmm. At the same time, he needs to be taught a lesson. Yes. Right. Luckily, the way we did it was uh, him and one of my other fighters did a little exhibition, right? And uh, that's where you just spar, right? Yeah, kind of sparring, harder sparring. Yeah, it's like a right. real fight, okay. but you're not going for like a title or something. Yeah, it doesn't go on your official yeah. record. Yeah. yeah, so so they they did that, and the other fighter that he that he had an exhibition with, I had to teach him a lesson too, because mm-hmm. he walks around like 25, 35 pounds over what he should be, like his fight weight, mm-hmm. right? That is detrimental to a fighter. You can't walk. That's around my problem. Like that, <laughs> right, like 15 pounds maximum. Okay. And so I had to teach him a lesson, so I had to get him to drop weight in order to be able to have an exhibition with this guy. Right. So in two days, he had to cut 10 pounds. 
right? Total, he had to cut 15 pounds. But in two days, he had to cut 10 pounds. And so whenever they had the exhibition, he did not perform, wow. right? Mm -hmm. But this other young guy that's super cocky, right? Yeah. Has all these things, and I show him day after day after day why they're weak, why they're weaknesses. Mm -hmm. And I tell him, how can we make these better? Right, fix this. Your whole game is going to change. You're going to be a better fighter. Mm -hmm. Your movement's going to be better. You're going to be less vulnerable. Yeah. Uh, you're, I just overall everything's going to improve. And he refuses to make those changes. So he gets a good Muay Thai fighter. Mm -hmm. He's he's going to get hurt. Right. Like, but that's something I have to let him experience. Now. Yeah. So in keeping in keeping with that, obviously, like you said, you always want your fighter to win. But do you think taking an L builds character? Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Taking what? Definitely. A loss. An L, a loss. I think you learn more from a loss than a win sometimes. Okay. So Well, you get to learn what kind of fighter you really are, right? Yeah. Are you a fighter only because you're winning? Mm -hmm. yeah. Maybe you're only fighting guys who are low level, mm -hmm. so you're winning a lot, right? But whenever you meet that guy that's going to – and every fighter needs to realize there's always somebody better than me, yeah. right? If you realize that, you always improve. Right. I've always said that. Like, it should keep you, uh, that's what right. keeps you hungry too, yeah. knowing that there's someone out there training harder yeah. than you. So do you think – a fighter does himself a, dis a disservice by fighting low-level fighters all the time. Just oh, definitely. Winning all the time. You don't get better that way, right? Right, yeah. So the whole purpose of being a fighter is you want to test yourself, mm -hmm. test your skills, your abilities, right? And you only do that by fighting the best. Because it's saying iron sharpens iron. Exactly. Right. Yeah. That's, so that's if, awesome. you're, if you're fighting low-level guys, right, that's like me going out and sitting on a kid and be like, I tapped him out. Uh -huh. Right? <laughs> right. Big man. Yeah. <laughs> Which, incidentally, this whole week, my last week of the gym is all sparring week, and I have two kids' classes on Tuesday, Thursdays. Mm -hmm. And so my first one's a kids' jiu-jitsu class, so I get to roll with the little kids. Mm -hmm. and, you know, they sometimes they'll team up on me, but I usually wind up, like, sitting on them for a while, making them work technique to get out. Mm -hmm. But That's it's awesome. a good time, and I yeah. tease them. I'm like, this is why I joined martial arts, so I can beat up children. <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic. <laughs> all right. So moving on from the fighting, mm -hmm. You're a businessman, you own your gym. Right. So what gave you the balls to just say, I need to open my own gym? Like, it's it's a big commitment oh, financially. Yeah. Uh, responsible. You're responsible yeah. for fighters now. Right. Uh, Was it hard to pull the trigger on that yes. to decide it's time to So this is probably where I don't think enough. <laughs> <laughs> right? So, and, and also the fighter. The, I'm not a fighter anymore. The old fighter in me, right? Mm -hmm. Where it comes out, like, if, if I want something. I just go after it. Right. Yeah. Right. That That's it. Termination. Yeah. In the last two weeks, I started two other businesses. There you go. <laughs> right. That's awesome, actually. So, but I don't think, right? I mm -hmm. just go, all right, I want this. How can I make it work? Do it. Right. So, so to, to listeners out there who are thinking about a business they want to start or, or some venture they want to take on, uh, do, you, do you recommend not doing it the way you do and, and thinking more? Or do you, do you think they should just go for it? So here's, here's the answer to that, right? Mm -hmm. Um, if you're going to go swim in ice cold water, mm -hmm. you're going to tiptoe in, you're just going to jump in. I'm going to jump, jump in. in. <laughs> you're going to jump in, right? Get it over with. Yeah. Right? Same thing. Like, if you've got a, you might fail a hundred times. Okay? I remember my first instructor, he, his first one, he wound up having some home issues, wound up closing down, right? I was like, all right, cool. It is what it is. I stepped back. I wound up open my own gym when I was 17, 18 years old, right? Um, he went away. And then we kind of worked our way back in, mm -hmm. but he kept trying, kept trying, kept trying, right? Yeah. He's, he's owned probably, God, four or five different gyms. Now he owns one and it's super successful. And now it's so successful, one of his kids is taking the reins, is inheriting everything. So he's in the process of transferring all that to her. Legacy. Right? I love exactly. That. I love that. So, but he had to fail, mm -hmm. right? Whether it was life or relationship, whatever it was, right? Yeah things took him away that made him mm -hmm. drop off and he had to close that establishment yeah. it's the same thing right i don't know where we're going to be right mm -hmm. i know i got a shit ton of things in the works yeah. um that should keep me afloat yeah. i know what my end game is right if i had to close the doors today who cares all right we start my backyard mm -hmm. right I, as long as i have the knowledge yeah okay the more i fail the more i learn right the more hardship i go through the more mm -hmm. i learn okay so no matter what it is, start it. If you need help, come see me at my gym. I'm happy to sit down with you. We'll write out a game plan together. I won't charge you a damn thing. Mm -hmm. I'll walk you through, like, 
all the registration process, right? right. And we'll we'll get you going. So, so swim. yeah, exactly. That, um, that's one of the lessons I've learned in martial arts is you gotta yeah. fail forward. Yeah. So exactly. like if we're grappling or whatever, and I have a triangle choke and I. It, I lose it, but that opens up the armbar. Yeah. Exactly. Like I honestly, feel and I, and I would you know I would never want to uh, undercut anyone anyone's struggles that's listening out there. But I the way I see life is I think there's nothing ever so bad that you can never come back from it. And I and I mean that to be an an uplifting thing. Yeah. I think we can always come back, and you should take your chances in life. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Well, here's here's a great thing, right? Uh, What's well, Jim Carrey, right? Quotes mm-hmm. his dad to say, like. Uh, you can fail, right, mm-hmm. at something you don't love. Mm-hmm. So why not take the chance and potentially succeed doing something you love? Sure. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So too, yeah. it's, it's, I don't know, to me it's a no-brainer. At mm-hmm. the same time, it's scary as shit, mm-hmm. right? Because you don't know if you're going to succeed. You can't, right? Some people may just not uh, fall in place with you, right? Mm-hmm. Things just may not line up. Yeah. Whatever it may be, you may not be able to get the clientele. Mm-hmm. Who cares? Right? Keep trying. Find a different way. There's always another way. Right? If yeah, it doesn't work, keep part, trying. Part of my problem, I think, is I overthink things. You overthink yeah. things. I do overthink things. It literally costs you, check this out, it costs you less than $100 to start up a business right now. Right? Mm-hmm. And that business is yours forever now. Yeah. Every year, I mean, depending on what the business is, you may have to file things, whatever. But unless you're making money, unless you're doing things, mm-hmm. it's not. I mean, you'll have to re, you have to re-register every year. But then it's like less than fifty bucks, mm-hmm. right? So whether you do it now or later, you still have that business, right? Why not hold on to that business and go 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 go? Mm-hmm. Worst case scenario, claim you have to file bankruptcy. Your business goes under, right? Okay, you file bankruptcy. Mm-hmm. Why did it fail? Reevaluate. Right. Start again. Forward. And I think it's never too late, too. That's another thing that I really want to drive home with people listening. It's never too late. For example, um, you know, my father, he spent a lot of his life just having jobs to make a living, you know, trying to get get by. And, and that's honestly something I admire about him for sure is that he definitely always made sure he provided for us when we were growing up and everything, no. you know. But, but he also had dreams and stuff, too, you know, which he felt he wasn't. He wasn't fulfilling yeah. yet, and so I mean, late in his life, in his in his sixties, he's actually gone back to school, become a chef, and and he's now got a pretty successful catering business that he's working on yeah. now, and he wants to build that into something else too. And, and and I mean, he's getting closer to seventy, but he's he's plugging along, and he's got this this pretty great catering job going now, and and so it's never too late to to follow your dreams either. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. So Chris, what you said uh, to have you have an end game? Like, what is it for you? Like, right. What would oh be, man. What so, would be your like? I've made it. Like, not yeah. that you've made it, but you're like, I'm happy. I'm content. Yeah. yeah. Could, could, you, could people ever be content with what they already have? Yeah. Will you ever? Well, stop? I think you should always be content with what you have, right? Mm-hmm. Because you cannot have it. Right. Yeah, it could be true. worse. Yeah, so you should definitely be content. Should you be satisfied? No. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Be grateful for everything you got. Right. Be grateful, especially if you're working your ass up. I don't. I'm not getting rich anytime soon. Mm-hmm. Right. Fighters do not make money. Right. A martial arts gym does not make money. Right. But my end game, right, is I'll be content whenever I see my gym, World Martial Arts and Fitness Academy, become a, a an actual my. Uh, I want it to become a junior high, a private junior high, high school and a boarding school. That's my. I like that your end game is not just about you. Yeah. Your end game, you want you want to do this for your, right. for a community. Like right. You want to make this something that gives to right. everybody else. I think that's an awesome end game. It's altruistic. You know, it's not it's not self centered. I part of what I think is wrong with schools nowadays is that there's no commitment to like the students mm-hmm. and to teach them something different. Like clearly, whatever we're doing now, not to criticize. You know, teachers or anything because I think they're great but I do feel like um, for example my niece is going to school where they teach uh, English yeah. first part of it mm-hmm. and then Spanish the rest right. and that gives them another opportunity to learn something new and something to grow right. so starting a sc- it would be an actual school right, right. with you no know, same for you a school where right. you would teach kids self-defense yeah. so so kind of yeah so we would literally teach all your core curriculum 
Okay. Right? So think of, you know, Da Vinci? Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Think yeah. of Da Vinci, right? What do they specialize in? Uh, science and arts. Science and arts, right? But who's doing stuff for physical things? Right. Right? right. Yeah, because yeah, I so, do hate that. I'm like, not everyone has the brain to learn mm-hmm. science right. and to, to draw. Cause right. Yeah, it or takes wired some, different. Or, yeah, yeah, some people are wired completely right. different. I definitely don't have the skills to for science or for math or whatever. Right. But I do feel like I pick up on things that are more physical yeah. and, and you know a lot faster. So you're right. There is no, uh, they're not paying attention to that part of it. But what I want to do is I want to bring I want to bring awareness, right? So so many people. I remember one of my my young fighters. Um, he just recently turned 21, and he was talking to me. And, and I don't know if he'll ever pursue anything in the martial arts as far as a livelihood, right? But uh, him and another guy were talking to me and they were saying like, you know, we, we love martial arts, but I gotta think about my future. Mm-hmm. What, uh, I'm not gonna be able to survive on this. That's what my parents tell me. Mm-hmm. Okay, what do your parents want you to be, right? Uh, it was something, uh, graphic design or graphic, I don't know, right? I go, okay. So you're going to go out. You're going to work for a company. Let's say that company goes under. What are you going to do? Well, you're going to go for another job. You're right. So then you go look for another job. Let's say somebody better comes along. You get fired. Now what are you going to do? Well, i got to look for another job. Okay. So what if I teach you, right, how to be an instructor? Like I give you classes on that. I give you classes on how to be a personal trainer. I give you classes on how to, to be a fight coach. Right? I give you classes on how to be um, a, a gym, a head coach, like a gym manager. Right? Now you can go out and run your own gym. You have the knowledge, you have the skills, you have everything you need to run your own gym. Right? What's stopping you from being successful? It's only you. Mm-hmm. Right? It's your fears or you listening to someone else saying that this isn't legit. Well, how does every other gym owner out there make it? Obviously, they're making a living, right? Are they, do they live in mansions? No, right? Are they driving fancy, big-ass cars? Probably not, right? But they're doing what they love. They're providing for their family, and they're having a good time doing it, right? right? So, so that's what I want World Martial Arts Fitness Academy to be, right? There's so many aspects, right? There's nutrition, right? There's personal training. Dude, personal trainers, right? I have clients right now no shit pay me anywhere from 70 to 150 dollars an hour what job are you going to get right now that's going to pay you that yeah that's crazy that is yeah but you don't start there right right you start the bottom end okay now if you go work for some other big box gyms you might make 15 dollars an hour yeah mm-hmm. right joke okay <laughs> yeah because on your own you can go out and make starting 30 dollars an hour it's all for you. It's all for you. That's yours. Yeah. Right. I mean, account for your You're going to put it back into your business. Account, account yeah, for yeah, Uncle yeah. Sam. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, that's for you, right? So where can you not make money? Private martial arts lessons. Let's say you're going to college for whatever you want to go to college for, but you know martial arts. Mm-hmm. You know personal training. Mm-hmm. You can make $30 an hour, right? Or you can make $80 an hour, $120 an hour doing private lessons martial arts, Right? But they gotta trust your knowledge, mm-hmm. right? So the money's there, people just aren't being shown it. And that's what I wanna do. So my, my goal is, eventually whenever I get the funding, get everything taken care of, every teacher, whether they're teaching English, math, science, I'm gonna have numerous martial arts classes, right? Mm-hmm. Um, they're gonna be teaching classes from all around the world. Remember, World Martial Arts and Fitness Academy, right? But we're not just teaching martial arts, we're teaching health and science too, right? Like we're teaching nutrition, we're teaching uh, anatomy, right? Physiology, like we're teaching everything that goes behind all these things, right? And eventually I wanna get accredited through other colleges like Weber State, University of Utah, whatever, right? Mm -hmm. Colleges around the world where all these classes that they're taking are becoming college credits. Right, so now they're going through junior high and high school, but they're already knocking out college credits. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah, that's great. That would be yeah. so. Fantastic. So I, I want to get all that going, but I want to teach them. There's so much more to martial arts than just going in and taking a class and getting a belt, or you know, just fighting. You know, some people's careers end early from fighting because they get injuries. Right, yeah. it happens. Mm-hmm. But what can they do after that? That's Is it the end of the road? It's not. Mm-hmm. If you if you get set up for success, right. 
I'm trying to get all of my fighters right now, and like I said, I got 15 signed right now, right? I'm trying to get all of them to realize, hey, come, come learn personal training from me. Be a personal trainer at my gym, right? You're gonna make $30 an hour. Working for me, you're gonna make $30 an hour. That's on the low end, mm -hmm. right? Potentially, you're gonna be making way more than that, okay? Yeah. Now, same thing with private martial arts lessons. You've been taking martial arts forever. Mm -hmm. Let's find you some people that want to train under you. Coach them. You want to be a fight coach? Let me get you a fighter. Right. So I'm, I'm trying to teach these aspects. You want to manage a gym? Great. Let's get you managing them. Let me teach you every aspect to managing a gym. Making that gym successful from nothing to something. Right? Mm -hmm. And then you take that. I'll open you a gym. I will open a gym for you. Right? You go out, run my gym for me. Yeah, because you've given them everything that they need. That's it. Yeah, that's kind of right. fantastic. But, yeah. but, but martial arts schools, gyms aren't teaching that, right? We're so afraid that, I'm, I'm so afraid that Hayden here, who's good, right, he's gonna take my job. Mm -hmm. I want him to take my job, especially if I'm training him. Mm -hmm. Now I get a reputation for being the best coach trainer, right? Right, yeah. Great, let's have other coaches come learn from me. Which is one of the right. shitty things, like I feel like people never want someone to be better than no. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You need it's, to to be a good. It's so teacher. frustrating. Yeah. You should want someone to be to be better than passive. Yeah. 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 You should always want to be. Especially instead of trying to grow yeah. by stepping on people's yeah. faces. Yeah. Right. Let me help you up, and you take me with you. That's what yeah. we were talking. Reflects on you better too. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. We were talking about that earlier. You're your brother's keeper, and yeah. Yeah. you want what's best for others too, not exactly. just for yourself. So. Yeah. That is. That's great. See, already when you mentioned it to me, I'm like, I'd put my. My nieces. Yeah. He's trying to be a ninja already. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm like, no, yeah. Yeah, like that's a good vision. Yeah, it is. It's fantastic. Wow. But that's why I chose the name I chose for my gym. Mm -hmm. Right? We're not just a gym. We're not just a school. We're an academy. Right? right? We want to teach people. That's great. That's awesome. Yeah. Get give the listeners that full name of your uh, of your gym one more time. It's World Martial Arts and Fitness Academy. It is. It inspires. I mean, that, that, I that name's an inspiring name. I know. I like, kind of want to go out and take out a bank loan and just start a business. I don't know what it means, but... <laughs> it, doesn't, it doesn't take that, man. There's much easier ways to do it. <laughs> Something that you could teach us. Our <laughs> skills. Yeah. Like, his skills as a fighter, what does that translate to for us? Like, world drinking and bitching about life yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, what are we, we going to have to offer? No, but I'd be the best at the bitching. That's true, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> <is> a bitcher. <laughs> Right. Well, this has been a, this has been really awesome, Chris. Okay. Yeah, this has been a great. I've learned a lot. Uh, I feel like this has been a really good yeah, conversation. Like we, yeah, yeah, we hit on a lot of things that we uh, didn't think we were gonna hit on. So yeah, yeah. What do you think, Aiden? Yeah, that was great. Thanks for coming. Yes, yeah, thank you guys so for having me. What's the address of the gym again? Three six two five Harrison Boulevard. Sweet. If you guys we're are in the uh, all warehouse. In the warehouse. Right. Oh, you're good. And then you got a couple fighters fighting a Steel Fist promotion? No, no. So it's Wicked Ways Muay Thai. They're the only Muay Thai promotion in Utah. Uh, my buddy Kwame heads that up. He also has a gym. He teaches out of uh, Jeremy Horn's place in Sandy. Nice. So if you're down south and looking for Muay Thai, go hit up Kwame. He's he's a badass. Jeremy Horn's an ex-UFC fighter. Yeah. So. Yeah. That's awesome. Awesome. If you guys are interested at all in, in you know in taking these classes or learning these skills, uh and becoming a badass. Yeah, just learning about life. <laughs> yeah, head over. I'm learning about life. Yeah. We had a 13 year old that uh, I was if his first conditioning. He cried like legit cried. I said, "Man, think about it. Yeah. Who is gonna hit you at your school like you were just hit?" <laughs> he said, "Nobody." Hopefully, nobody. nobody. I nobody said, "Exactly." Yeah. <laughs> oh, it'll be worth it. Anyway. Yeah, that's that's right. Right. Like, tear my head off. Yeah. Bam, you know? Like, oh, what happened to you at school today? Oh, I got wrecked. Like, I got my <laughs> ass kicked. You know? But I got back got, up. I know. Your parents are like, good, good. But <laughs> 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 you got totaled over at school. But I, um, yeah, and then also, if you guys have any questions for Chris, we can communicate with him. So hit us up through our social media, you know? Um, and we, and we can put you in touch with him or, or, or give you, get you his social media to, to look more into this. Sure. And, uh, He's also got a Facebook page, too. What's it called? Yeah. World Martial Arts and Fitness Academy. So it's a symbol and, not A and D. There you Symbol go. and. 
Don't you look up the wrong thing. <laughs> Don't you fuck it up. Get out there and do it today. <laughs> well, we can tag it on our. Uh, we'll tag it on our Facebook. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But um, yeah. We'll have to have you back on, Chris. Yeah, that was good. Yeah. Whenever you guys want, let me know. If you guys ever want yeah, some we, fighters to come on, we'll I'll get make some. That would be cool. Yeah, yeah that'd be yeah. very interesting. Yeah, that would be actually really interesting. You can send some people. We got to get these guys in there for a class, too. Yeah, come check it out. <laughs> then you guys can podcast. I'm a little scared. Know, right? <laughs> after, after this conversation today, I'm a little bit petrified. But you have to come to the fight teams. <laughs> the fight <laughs> there you go. Yeah, yeah. We definitely go and support your fighters, At least, yeah, we're going to go to the next show and support, buy some tickets. So it's down at Spanish Fork. Right. Okay, we're That's not going. No, I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, we'll be out there. But, uh, also, yeah, yeah, I'm done. You know, yeah. All right, I'm, guys. I'm so to go. If you guys, bring, a, uh, bring a little recording device. There record we go. the we fighters do backstage. That would be yeah. awesome. Yeah. We can interview them backstage. Oh. Dude, backstage. Fantastic. Hey. Um, if you guys, you know, if you guys love the show, if you're interested, if you enjoyed this episode, please share. Yes, and uh, tell a, tell a friend, tell your mailman, tell yeah. fucking <laughs> anyone really. Mailmen are cool. Mailmen are cool, I think. The guy that your mail mailman seems like he's got it together. Does <laughs> okay. He does. He does. Yeah. Seems like Actually, he knows some karate. Uh, yeah. I think what we've learned today, though, is is, uh, is I think Chris has it together. He sounds like, I mean, he knows what he's talking about. So the, I hope that you've all taken something away from his expertise in, in these areas because I know I have. 30 years speaks a lot. So. Yeah, 30 right. years does speak a lot. Yeah, that's awesome. All right, guys. Well, thanks for joining us in the return of our podcast. Season, season two. two. Season two premiere. All right. We'll see you uh, next week. Well, we Out. don't see you, but, you know. <laughs> <laughs>